This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. My Talkers, it is Thursday, one more day till the weekend, and we've got a special guest coming in. Stephanie Marsh will be here to hang out with us this first hour, and we've got some J-Lo effect coming up here, and we've got a YouTube controversy that we really, really need to touch on right now. Oh, my God. Things amongst everything else. Well, happy Thursday. One week from the Cat Video Festival, I might add. That's right. Meow. There's still Seven. tickets. There are still some tickets available. And that's a big place. Oh, it's huge. And it's an outdoor event. And yeah. it's supposed to be really great weather. So we hope we see you guys in a week. Yes. It'll be kind of our first event since all this stuff went down. Well, and... and um I don't know. Should we start with the YouTube? <laughs> Should we start with the horse shuffle that the, the I like the horse shuffle, shuffle that's happened with uh, my lady exercise uh, video and Grant being my horse. And I understand the morning show. Like, I mean, we gave him like ten minutes of hilarious <laughs> content. I love it, Lori. Okay. We gave them. No, we did. First I mean, of all, shout out to Jason. Happy birthday! That's right. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Jason! Um, but yeah, we gave them like just gold fodder that they wouldn't have had anything. So they would have been, you know, who knows? You, love you. Well, but I mean, who knows what they would have been, you know, talking about? But this was hilarious, talking about the lady exercise video and Grant being my. Horses, I was reaching for Olympic gold. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've tweeted, uh, because Kenny, you know, that's part of his shtick. Is to is be to disgusted be, on us, always. Yeah, always. always. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. It's sort of his old man crabby thing that he does. <laughs> and we know it. We've been around him for years. Yep. And um, so, anyway, I tweeted to him. I, I tweeted, uh, hey, you know, look. I heard you in the mood for another horse trick, and it's a guy and a horse jump. Jump roping. <laughs> and the horse is jump roping. So the horse is jump roping, kind of like Grant was dressaging with his little yeah. his paws <laughs> or his legs in the front. Yeah, and then I forgot to include the, my talk, you know, all those, you know, all of that. So then I just retweeted it, and I said, a horse, a wig, and a crop walked into a bar. Mm-hmm. Just trying to, you <laughs> know, hysterical. working for my stand-up degree. Well, originally the horse was going to be me, but I forgot my knee pads. Yes, you did. So, um, apparently it would have been better if I rode you. I think so. Yeah, no. According, but the people around here, I love it. I love it, Grant, that you just said, I'll do it. Heck You're yeah. so game. But one of the things that I picked up listening to them is that, um, they really are worried about you, Grant. 
They're worried that you think that you uh, hit the big time being with us and they think it was a downgrade. Yeah. Um, Kenny doesn't understand what we have done to his precious medium. Oh, Lord. That was from the traffic guy. This is my favorite line. What they've done to my precious medium. Mm -hmm. So anyway, but anywho. Again, you're still on probation, so you haven't hit the big time yet, Grant. Yeah, yeah. Grant doesn't even report to us. We couldn't. Neither <laughs> did Donnie. Yeah, neither did Donnie. Neither has anybody Nobody reported to us. And that's true. the way it should but be. But we just kind of love having this little, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. But anyway, it was so very funny, funny listening to um, oh, Don I, and Alexis. I The gang talking about us. And again, you're welcome. Writing, writing Grant. Show. You're Lori, welcome. I love you. Morning show. Oh. But there is something that I think Lori just learned today. Okay. First of all, I want you to say hi to our million followers on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Let me get to the YouTube page. Hi, okay. everybody. So I think everyone knows we are experiencing what everyone has experienced who had to work from home last year, Zooming. Mm-hmm. And we Zoom every day during our entire show. And it has the YouTube logo up there, the MyTalk lower. It feels very professional. Very. Very professional. And so we always say hi. And Lori does show and tell. Oh, and so I've had pictures. When you're driving home in the car, I'm like, Lori, I'm, I'm always doing the color. Like, Lori's like, look here. And I'm like, Lori is showing a picture to everyone mm-hmm. watching on YouTube. <laughs> but just today, you learned that. Well, I learned because they brought it up. The morning show brought up. That uh, that one of their listeners did. Yes, panda. panda yeah. yeah, and um, I, I I guess I guess I have believed that there's been a YouTube audience watching the radio show the entire time we're all on the air. <laughs> I did not realize because a I don't read emails sometimes. Ever? A lot of times, no, ever. Every once in a while, I do. Julia. Okay. And um, so I didn't catch that. And so I have thought that there is a YouTube audience watching our radio show on YouTube every day since this is all Live. began. Yes, Live. <laughs> Live. Not uh-huh. that it was getting edited for little segments later, which just doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. <laughs> and so Panda alerted the morning show that I Think. thought it was Live. And they just thought that was absolutely hysterical, but you know. And then Steve Patterson comes by today, and he <laughs> says, "You know, I thought you guys did too. I thought you guys thought it was live the whole time too." And I'm like, "I never did. It's just you." Is it? Am I the only yes. one in the yeah. building who's yes. under it, this it, impression? I think it is. I'm not trying to get you guys mad here, but it's been brought to my attention a couple times, and everybody <laughs> yeah. was like, "Just don't tell her. Just let her go with it. Just don't tell her." Because, so this has been an ongoing joke in the building for a few weeks now. <laughs> and you're so and Lori's so proud of her color photos. Yeah, I'm showing the, the cu- her cucumber. Oh, and the, I mean, the color The cucumber photos. and the plum. Yes. I mean, Lori, you really this are is, I just crushed. We're, we're, it isn't live. <laughs> no. I, it makes me laugh so hard. That I didn't so know sorry. you thought that, which is... <laughs> I did think that, Julia. I mean, I only learned how to... I only understood right-clicking this past winter. Okay, we get you know. we get flack for a good reason. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> we absolutely we're very ditzy. Very, but you deserve it on this one. I knew this, but I, I did just, not. I thought you did, and I'm like, okay, Laura. No, and I just thought, oh, we asked them to put cameras in and have us be live years ago, and Grant, finally right when they we did first it. went on the air, we're like, we should just do this live. Yeah, yeah. we but should just honestly. Pretend. I really thought that there was like you know, a lot of people watching there live are. every day. 
They're watching the video that we post every day, but okay, not yeah. but that's like uh, <laughs> three hours. You know what is it? Like uh, seven minutes, ten you know? minutes, ten to twelve sometimes. Yeah, I've been Lori's disappointed. So much good acting, stuff. not acting, show and tell is how I like to call it. <laughs> show and tell. And I've been so worried that I'm always so bad with the photos. You know, maybe I never. Maybe we can create our own show and tell before the show and just tweet it out every day. Uh, so you have like, this, this is what to expect for props on the show today. Right? <laughs> oh no, we're not taking on any more. Assignments oh, at look this at time. that. <laughs> we are shirking responsibility. We, we all are have plenty to do. Yes, we are rolling our eyes and jumping to conclusions <laughs> and dodging responsibility. There we go. There we go. Oh. oh my gosh. All right. So you are going on an epic trip this weekend back to Sturgis. You haven't been back there since you and I were there in 2000. That's right. And you Sorry. are, you get to pack one backpack. I'm packing one backpack. That's all she's bringing. That's right, Julia. And you're going to ride on the back of your daddy-o's motorcycle. That's the zipper. right. And if I go inside anywhere, I will wear a mask. Of course you will. Whatever. But, you know, just yes. to protect other people who may not be vaccinated. Right. I'm vaccinated, so right. I feel fine about going. And we're just rallying around and my dad always... And rallying means you just go on bike rides because it's such yeah. beautiful country. It's yeah, yeah, South yeah. Dakota. Yeah. It's the Black Hills, right? The only there person you. I've ever liked being a bitch on the back of the bike is riding behind my dad. He's yeah. the only one because I've ridden uh, behind him on a motorcycle probably since he probably got a well, probably since like fifth or sixth grade. And her, Grant, her dad literally looks like the character, the zipper from the Net Funicello um, <laughs> movies from the 50s. He the wears leather, a leather yeah, daddy yeah, hat. Yeah. He wears netting shirts. That's why Lori's yes. so fond of them. Cut off, cut off shirts. Um, he has the chain with the billfold. Yeah. He wears the Levi's and the big black boots. So what is in the bag? What? Oh, Julia. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have three rock and roll t-shirts. Okay. I've got my um, tat arm sleeves. I hope sleeves. you're bringing body perks and a MyTalk shirt. Um, you got to bring a MyTalk shirt. All right, right, I'll bring a MyTalk shirt. Okay. I hadn't thought of that. I will pack some extra yeah. nipples. Okay. Maybe I'll give them out on the road. Okay. And uh, so I got rock and roll shirts. I got, I'm wearing one pair of jeans. I'm wearing a leather jacket. I got a skirt and a top and some PJs and flip-flops. and uh, Some toiletries? Yeah, I got some toiletries. I got my antacid. Very important. Oh, very important. important. Okay. And I've got some little tiny fireballs. You know, the little bottles. Ooh, that's the that's best. the alcohol. I loaded Lori up with those for yeah. her birthday. And, You're and like three pairs of sunglasses. And of, socks. Of course. Of course. <laughs> sunglasses. Three pairs. <laughs> oh, no, because that's you got to have different colors for depending on the weather it's like skiing you oh know? yes i got you You have the different color the orange tint the dark yes. tint. Got it, and hers are prescriptions so she wears them full time so she needs to have the best lighting yeah and i've got these really great i want stories and pictures yeah 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 so i'm excited i'm more i'm really excited to go because my dad has been wanting me to go and rally around with him uh really since i told my motorcycle right and um he this year he played the i'm almost 80 card and he, it's a good card to play. The guilt card the works. Guilt. Yeah. Yep. And uh, he talked to my sister. She's flying in on Monday when I fly out. And then she's going to rally around him right on the back of his bike. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to You're going to have a blast. It's going to be gonna... 90. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. All You're right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we're calling our story we can't get enough of the J-Lo effect. Yeah. Because the New York Times had a very... Interesting uh, story today, and and, and J Lo was on our mind because uh, Page Six had uh, had a story today 
um, about uh, some of the people who they know are on the invitation list and are confirmed to be going to the Met Gala. Yes. And um, the Met, the theme this year is American fashion. Okay. The chairs are Amanda Gorman, Tom Ford, Timothy Chalamet, Billie Eilish, and Naomi Osaka. And the people that are confirmed are, number one, Jennifer Lopez. And we have been manifesting all summer that we want J-Lo and Ben to make their red carpet re-debut at the Met Gala Gala on September 13th. Yep. And um, otherwise known as the Fashion Oscars. And so she is scheduled to appear. And she has been pretty much consistently going since 2004. She's missed like two years between 2004 and 2019. Right. And in 2019, she wore a tragic crystal mop on her head and and A-Rod was in a pink tuxedo and they didn't look they they <laughs> I, you couldn't you were like this couple is so wrong. It she never looks bad and that was one of her big miss looks. The yep. crystal mop of uh it was like crystal it was supposed to be crystal dreaded bathing suit cap. Oh, you're so It was funny. just terrible. Yeah. Terrible looking. And, and you know she hates it looking at it. Oh, mostly because she's with A-Rod and his pink And I think tuxedo. she's going to hate so many of the pictures when she looks back because, like, she's saying the national anthem, I think, at the inauguration of um, President oh. Biden. And he was there. there. Oh, he's there and for everything. He, he showed up for everything. Yeah. Like he, He's trying stink. to get the glow, the glow up from up. the... Totally. What the New York Times is calling the J-Lo effect. Okay. And they here's what they... And they're, the article, really, at the end of it is that the J-Lo effect is helping Ben Affleck big time. Okay. But generally speaking, it refers to the ways in which... Uh, Jennifer Lopez defies most every human standard, beauty, success, age, flexibility, relevance, you name it. It's been invoked at different points in her career with awe. So like at age 41, she persuaded American Idol producers to pay her $12 million to replace Simon Cowell, which set off a gold rush of big name judges demanding similar paydates. The Hollywood Reporter called it. Call it the J-Lo effect in the headline on that story. Okay. When she booked a Las Vegas residency at 46, yet avoided a downward slope on the fame, you know, uh, roller coaster, the Las Vegas Weekly called it the J-Lo effect. When she crushed it with Shakira at the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show at 50, the total J-Lo effect was kind of mesmerizing, was what the New York Times fashion critic Vanessa Friedman wrote. So... There, uh, this associate professor of communication at Providence College, whose work examines uh, celebrity gossip, she said, Jennifer Lopez, you know, she is able to set trends, especially on social media, and um, her appearance boosts the effect on the guys she dates. Oh, I would agree 100% on this. Right? 100% on this, and, yes. And men attaching themselves to a beautiful woman to bask in their... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Her glow is nothing new, but she is different. You've experienced this so much over the years. Well, people have. Bad them off, people. But, But Jennifer Lopez is at least as powerful as Ben Affleck. Culturally, economically, she's worth... $400 million. She's the 56th highest paid celebrity in the world. And she is 168 million Instagram compared to Ben's five. And it was her Instagram where they did the official rollout. Right. Benefit 2.0. Yeah. And, and how, how will Ben Affleck? Well, he already looks better. People think differently about him. He doesn't seem like a sad sackish, which he seemed somewhat sad sackish with Anna de Armas. Right. Because they met on their movie, and she was uh, arranging all the paparazzi stroll, and he went along with it because he knows she wanted to get her name. But um, <laughs> this is so true, though, because she, but she is she's the quadruple threat. She looks good. She is a good person. She's a movie actor. She's a producer. She can do things. She can dance. She can do videos. She Makeup. seems like a Mobile. really great mom. Yeah. A really great friend. Yeah. So. They're calling it the J-Lo effect. They, it's been called that yes. going back. The, the first that this professor brought up was uh, the American was Idol. One. Yeah. And um, and I think that, I mean, as far as when you look at Ben Affleck, you're just like, he does look better being with her. I think he really does. He seems her. happy. Yeah. He's slimmed down. You know, I mean, it glows him up just the way A-Rod was trying to get the glow up from J-Lo, but it didn't quite work because so many women have, and and men, I think. More, more, a lot of men have an adverse effect to him because of his doping and his baseball. Right. Would you agree with that, Grant? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just, there's something off-putting about him. Bit. Sleazy, that's sleazy. exactly shifty, it. Shifty, shifty, too, is another word. Yeah. So anyway, I was just like, damn, look at you. Because, you know, they've gone their separate ways. Uh, you know, he's in Paris, at least with his oldest daughter. So he ben flew, Affleck. Yeah, he flew from Italy to Paris. And I think she's back in Beverly Hills. Okay. Probably the kids' summer 10 days with their dad is over. So yes. she's back home and she's probably doing dress fittings and working out to get into her Met Gala gown. And... um I mean, I, we. She, her, it's already sold out the event, so don't try and get tickets because a single ticket is thirty thousand, and tables are two hundred and seventy-five thousand. Oh, thirty thousand! Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is a big deal. But oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. Camila Cabello will be there with, I'm sure, Sean Mendes and uh, Rihanna, and let's pray that she's with uh, ASAP Rocky. Yes, They're going to be yes. a beautiful couple. They will be beautiful. They'll be the two. If Benifer is there and Rihanna Rocky are there. 
it's already a successful Met Gala. Right. Just right there in those two photos. Yeah. Okay, when we come back, we have Steph March with us, and we're going to learn about what's happening in the Twin Cities foodie scene. We will be right back after Grant. What's happening in the traffic? Gosh, you guys, I told Stephanie to be on at 428 today earlier. Oh, well, for goodness sake. I'm having a producing thing. Well, fine. Um, She's here. Oh, she is here. Oh, gosh, I messed this all up. (laughs) Stephanie! Honestly, I, I messed Honestly. it all up. All Listen, right. Hi, it's honey. not that bad because I thought no, that the not. YouTube cameras, I thought we were broadcasting our radio show out over YouTube for the last two months. <laughs> yeah. For three yeah. hours. For three hours. Apparently no. we're not. I mean, I, I'm kind of disappointed that I know the truth now. <laughs> I know. I think you should keep acting like you are. Oh, I think awesome. not that good of an actress. She is. I'm better she when I really do believe what I believe. <laughs> I know. Okay, Steph. So there's been a lot of changes in the past week with masking, with uh, you know different yeah. things going on. Can you kind of bring us up to speed what you know that's happening in the restaurant world right now? You is, know, is there anything to me? And it feels to me like most restaurants are watching everything and trying to just sort of, you know, take their pause, but they're, a lot of them are putting their, their employees are putting masks on. Um, And that is a thing that I think you'll see around. It seems I walked into revival in St. Louis park last night for happy hour and the entire staff had their masks on. And I walked up and I said, Joe, I'm like, Oh, do you guys want me to get mine? And they're like, no, if you don't, it's up to you. If you want to, we're wearing them, you know, for everybody's safety and just to sort of, you know, sort of make a standard. It's, I know that there's it's other nice. places like Blackheart. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying that's a nice, kind person thing to do because yes. maybe a lot of people coming into the restaurant are vaccinated. Maybe the server's vaccinated, but I don't know. Maybe somebody's got a kid or, or a somebody. Kid. It's just yeah. being polite and kind to do that. So I, it, is. it wouldn't it, bother. It and, is I'm, like, and it's a service thing, right? Yes. I mean, and that's the other part is they're still, this is a service industry and, I think a lot of them know that they're having to face a lot more people than we are. You know right. what I mean? Like we may go to a restaurant and leave, but right. like, you know, they see this flow of, you know, 30, 40 people every hour. And so mm-hmm. maybe they're thinking just to protect themselves too. It's, right. I mean, it's, it's totally smart. I think. Yeah. So I would agree. I'm and not offended by it. No. I'm fine if it happens. If they want me to put one on while I'm walking around, I'm okay with that too. Um, Stephanie, do the restaurants, have they, uh, appreciated in this hard last year and a half and things have come back and all of that. And we did have outdoor dining, but do you think that the restaurants really like now the way that people have been conditioned to make reservations? Yeah, I think it helps a lot, actually. Um, You know, there was some times where in the beginning when, you know, everybody was very excited to get back, uh, people would drop the reservations. And that was the problem because then these, these places were looking for, you know, they, they were banking on these people coming in and mm-hmm. then they just wouldn't show up. But I feel like I feel like we've kind of all gotten our sea legs a little bit more. Yeah. And I feel like that there people are understanding, you know, and someone uh, talked to me last night about sent me a note about the 90 minute turn, because there are still a few places that are holding on to that 90 minutes mm-hmm. that you're only allowed to be there for 90 minutes and then they're going to turn your table or whatever. That's and a I long think a lot time. of that is like a holdover from the government that was, you know, that was part of those original sanctions. But for some places, it's the best way for them to make sure that, you know, they get everybody in and that they don't have people standing around and waiting. Right. It could make the difference between profit and, you know, staying, staying in business. Yeah. 
Right. And because I do think that a lot of us, you know, who were sort of gathering again with friends we hadn't seen in a long time, I think in the beginning, we were like holding onto those tables because we we're sitting and talking. And we hadn't really done that. And so then all of a sudden, you know, you're camping at a table for two and a half hours, but you're really only eating for 90 minutes. Of yeah. it. That's that doesn't make it so great for the server. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, like you want to maximize that. I get it. And I totally understand that that's, you know, not something I think that will linger mm-hmm. as we go forward, but I do think it is an impact. I think the hardest part is that people want it to be back to normal right away. And that's just not the case. It was this industry was shut down for 18 months. I know. And it. you can't just turn it back on. And in fact, I'm working on a piece right now that I'm talking about a lot of the impact of the labor shortage isn't just your water glass, you know, filling your water glass. It's the fact that they can't get product and like chicken wings are expensive because there's not a, the labor shortage and then the trucking shortage. And then there's, you know, things that are piling up in the ports and the wines aren't getting here. The cheeses aren't getting here. Mm -hmm. There's a whole domino effect that is still impacting you know, supplies and and uh, and prices. That so Suez, that's ca- that, that Su- Stephanie, that Suez Canal ship really did screw up a lot of stuff. It it <laughs> did. Like it was a fascinating <laughs> thing to watch, but we didn't. Like that's the joke is that the impact was so much bigger than just an interesting thing to watch on YouTube. You know what right. I mean? Right. And so it's you know, I mean, French forty four cheese shop. They just had this. They got their shipment of French cheeses, you know, that was like stalled and lost. And they had this joke of like, well, we have to sell them now because if we would have gotten them the weeks ago when they were here, like they wouldn't have been as close to their expiration date. But now it's a, you know, it's a product that goes bad. Mm-hmm. You can't just like let it sit for two months in the canal. Yeah. Right. And all of this shortage of material on everything, it all does go yeah. back to the Suez Canal. Like 90% of it, it blocked. That's like 80% of the shipping traffic goes through there. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what? And then, you know, the labor shortage has also hit, mm-hmm. you know, like we're talking about the chicken processing plants and, you know, the the seafood industry, there's a huge talk about how we're going to be out of crab. And because basically, you know, it takes like they dial back, the industry dialed back and to dial forward, you know, there's also this, this expectation of, there's only so many, you know, animals out there and China having their insatiable, you know, they launched back and they were ready to eat, you know, and be, you know, really, really taking over the market as far as that goes. So, oh, really? Wow. Right? Yeah, all you, this stuff you may you, not see crab on the menu. Yeah, all huh? the stuff you don't even think about. I know. And that's, I was trying to, you know, it's like funny, I've been reading so much about it all and I'm totally immersed in all this and I, it kind of shocks me when I, when I say things to people and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, don't we all know this? But mm-hmm. I right. kind of feel like we're not, you know, you go to your restaurant and someone wrote me a letter, you know, let, sent me an email and they were like, they were complaining about a place that only had three chicken wings in their order, three whole wings. And I was like, well, they were probably trying to ration it so that people could get some because oftentimes they can't even get like the order that they put in. Like they may order one, like four cases, but they may only get one case because that's the allotment of what's happening. And of all things, chicken wings. (laughs) I know. I'm a huge wing girl. Lori won't eat meat on bones, but I love it. Okay, so tell us just a couple of your favorite spots lately. Oh, well, I just, I mean, I don't know if we've, you guys heard of it, like Malcolm Yards Market, which opened just down the road from the station, kind of over by uh, Surly Brunel. Okay. It's a spectacular, fun place. Nine different concepts, and it's a food hall, and it's like they've got a, a serve your own tap wall for wine and beer, and then they've got a cocktail bar. 
Here's what I love about it. You, I do love this where you walk in, you give them, they swipe your credit card, and you basically, they give you like a little like, you know, tab card. And then this is the tab card you use. You walk to each station and then they, ta- they just kind of tally it all. So at the end, you just, you just cash out and walk away one time. You oh, know? that's nice. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, like, I've heard there's amazing yeah. food. What's it called again? Malcolm yeah, Yards. Yeah. It's Malcolm called, Yards. yeah, Malcolm Yards. And yeah, and here's the, here's the funny thing of all like the, of the food house so far. I would say that this is some really spectacular food. I mean, it's really like chef driven, but not fancy. You know, there's great Detroit style pizza. There's killer ice cream and burgers. Yet you can find sushi. There's dosas. There's dumplings mm. it's all across the board. It, that looks like a fun place. So it's kind of like a big open warehouse with all these different seating areas with all these different restaurants in it. Yeah. You oh. can basically go and everybody can get something that they want. And then you meet back up at your table and you know, it's like, it's kind of like a counter service thing. So it's a lot of fun, I think. Oh, that looks cool. I like that idea. What else, honey? Yeah. It's so European. Well, I will tell you. Yeah. In downtown Minneapolis, I got to tell you about, uh, so Jamie Malone had that restaurant called East side, you know, for a long time, yeah. right in this, you know, kind of in the North loop area. And they've kind of swapped it over and it's now it's going to be called E2. E-A-T-O. And what they're doing is they've totally decided to, like, skip the full-service restaurant thing, and they're going to open sort of like a a wine shop and a meat counter and a little market along with, like, a take-and-go, like a grab-and-go pizza and sandwiches kind of thing, a little like a mini Italy, if you will. Okay. Mm. It's kind of an interesting idea when you look at a big space like that, and the downtown isn't really hosting much for big spaces right now, so you got to do something else. Oh, I like that idea. I'm starving. We always, yeah. whenever we talk to you, we're always hungry. We are always <laughs> hungry. <laughs> it's so- Let me tell you about one more. And okay. this one is a good one in Apple Valley. Okay. You guys are in Apple Valley. It's called Misfits Collective. And they're kind of the same thing. They took what was a poor Richard's Common House, one of those huge sports bars. Yeah. And they made four different restaurant concepts out of it. But they're all fantastic. And it's like a live fire cooking place and a cocktail bar and there's a huge patio with an outdoor grill, the Misfits Collective. It's worth checking out. Oh, my oh, Apple yeah. Valley must be so happy. I know. It's an independent, too. You yeah. know what I mean? In a sea of all these chains, you drive down there and you're like, it's in like a Bed Bath & Beyond parking lot, <laughs> right. but it's really great. Oh, I love that. Um, Stephanie, yeah. what's, are you, is the weekly dish happening this Saturday? Yes, and you guys, I have to tell you, if you want to listen, this is perfect for your listeners. Last night, I watched all of the Paris Hilton oh. cooking show. Oh, it, it, with give, give us just a, give us just a highlight. Is it as bad? Um, I want to say is is it as bad as the it, trailer it, looked? It's spectacularly weird. Okay, it is so <laughs> fabulously awkward and perfect it's so full of glitter and things like beyond and killed it and all of that it's everything oh i love that all right well you're not gonna learn how to cook but you have plenty of watching like fake nails dig into like you know things like guacamole it's magical it's magical oh my gosh all right and that's on netflix right yeah, yeah, and oh. it's an easy watch. It's like nine episodes. I think they're like maybe 20 minutes each. Stephanie, I'd rather listen to you tell me about it because I know I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> I might watch it. I know it. you probably will, yeah. I might watch it, it, but you can read Stephanie, of course, in Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine and listen to The Weekly Dish on Saturday mornings from 9 to yeah. 11. You guys are always yes. so much fun to listen to. And by the way, it was fun seeing you at Lori's birthday party. 
Hopefully there's no videos of me shaking my moneymaker out there. I do That's have one. I sent it to you, but I, I'm not sharing it with anyone else. You guys can dance. The yeah. stuffs were dancing yeah, hard. It was so hard. fun. I know. Thank you so much for being on our show, honey. Okay, lovelies. Talk to you later. Okay, Bye. talk to you. All right, so when we come back, Lori. We have to talk about an epic episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills starring Scam Erica Jane. Oh, Lori. <laughs> she didn't fall for it last night, apparently. We'll be right back. Well, the news only gets worse for Erica, Scam Erica Jane on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She is still going through it. And each week of the uh, Housewives, we it just each episode is more jaw-dropping than the last. And because her husband is being indicted right now and for t- taking money from all these people from his um Class action lawsuit from the survivors or the people. He's already been indicted. He's, yeah. he's been charged with embezzlement and fraud. But we keep all of this was filmed last year. They started filming when the case was coming. It started filming October of 2020 is when Beverly okay. Hills started. And we're at about December. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. December 2nd is where we are with the show. And they go to La Quinta, you know, the town of La Quinta, California, which is like outside of, I think, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. It is. And La Quinta, why does that sound familiar? Because that's where The Bachelorette is being <laughs> ding, filmed. Ding, ding. And it's a Waldorf Astoria property where you have homes, townhomes, yes. pools, golf courses, tennis courses, everything. So uh, a lot happened, and not just because of the overhead drone shots and the audio they got last night, but we found out last night, uh, uh, after waking up from a nap, Erica Jane got her real awakening when they were like, hey, don't you own a house in this area? And then the Bravo editor showed Erica Jane like five years ago saying, honey, I'm so rich, I don't even know where all my houses are. Right. But we're finding out she's fake rich. And then Kathy Richards goes... Can and Erica, Erica goes, I don't even know that. No, I don't even know the address. Tom's never given me a key. And Kathy Richards goes, well, Kathy I, Hilton. Kathy Hilton. I mean, she goes, oh, I don't know where all my houses are. And I certainly don't know the addresses. But Kathy Hilton is rich, rich. And now we know that the scam Erica was not rich. rich. Right. Then, right. Then she tells the woman. I learned how to go to a bank in March. Okay, so Grant, she's I know you really, don't watch this, but she's drama. She's going through it. You know, she I had mean, a downsize. She had a glam squad. But, but I mean, do you believe for one I didn't even second, know how to go to a bank. Yeah, it, okay. she just learned in March. Do you believe that for a second from Scam Erica? No, because she was single, a single mom before she ever met Tom Girardi. So... In her life, she knew how to go to a bank, but she's showing us. She was a, a stripper. 
<laughs> okay, in you New need Jersey. to recycle the money. You got to bring all the ones into the bank. I mean, you have to. So when she told the <laughs> ladies, terrible, she was a stripper. Yeah, no, she goes. I just learned how to go to a bank in March. No debit card. I didn't know how to do a deposit, and I'm like, girl. We were not born yesterday. I might believe that we've been live on YouTube for two months, but we do not believe this story. And then Garcelle, they're just like, she goes, well, did you get an allowance or how did it work? I mean, give Garcelle a Peabody. She's asking the questions. And Erica goes, all of that was just kept far, far away from me. My life was on credit cards and when I needed cash, I'd ask Dom. Glory is acting it out for the yeah. live YouTube audience right yeah. now, Grant. But and I mean, they're they, not watching. She talks <laughs> so, you know, she lowers her register. Uh, I mean, no. she's like Meryl Streep's school of acting, except badly. And then she said, um, and then she said, um, you know, that, uh, you know, that he's calling her. Tom Girardi is calling her every, every day. Every day. Which she tells, tells Erica and... She tells two of the people. No, she tells Garcelle, who is dressed like a cat burglar, Chris, uh, and Crystal, while they were going on a hike to someplace they thought was beautiful, but just looked like a lot of rocks and shrubs to me. <laughs> okay? I don't know. I, I mean, the desert is a pretty, desert. Okay, the desert but, is the desert. When yeah. people call the desert, this is so beautiful, I'm like, what? Okay, and I'm like, looking at Garcelle, I'm like, is she Jughead and a cat burglar? I loved when she came in in the hazmat suit. Okay, you got to slow down for a second because Garcelle and Crystal are two other cast members that she was on a day trip with. And she tells them, by the way, Tom, Tom, who I divorced on Election Day last November, filed for divorce. She's still not divorced from him. Calls me every Every day. day. And that was a big thing I think she wasn't supposed to say on camera. Yeah, I think so. Because. And, And the audio was all captured from a drone. And I don't know if they were mic'd up or not, but Erica got so indignant last night because when they all met back at Kyle's house and Kathy Hilton had bought a hundred Del Marco tacos for everybody, which I loved. And she said, you know, Erica shared, if you don't mind me saying that Tom calls her and then Erica acted like. I mean, she. No, there was a gasp from everybody because this case is out there and everyone's reading about it every day in the newspaper and there's new but, things happening. And Erica's just like, ah, I told you that in confidence. Which, I mean, I don't know. Erica can't keep her story straight, is what I think. And she got so mad at Garcelle because it doesn't align with her original story she was making up about how awful he's been to her for a long, long time. And this whole she thing... She got caught in a lie last night. She got caught in a big happened. lie. And she took it out on Garcelle's fault. And, uh, I mean, she's Garcelle is doing investigative journalism, as far as I've done, can think. She has all the important questions. And then Erica bursts into tears, runs off camera, like, crying, and is in the bathroom. <gasps> God, I believe she did this to me. Then then Lisa Renna, who's the biggest pot stirrer of all of Beverly Hills, posts on Instagram this morning a little a little um naughty nugget that she's already taken down and she said this. She's what did she say? Where is it? Um about Bravo. Dang it, I wish they had shown the screaming fight between the producer and Erica last night on the show in La Quinta. Now that would have been epic TV. Too bad. Bravo, bravo, bleeping bravo. 
And then she joked she would get in trouble for her post five four three two one, but then it made room for Erica, her publicist or who's ever working for her right now, to go to page six and say that she's really mad at Bravo that they pulled a fast one that she wasn't meant to say that he called her every day. Okay, so for everyone who doesn't have any clue what we just said, yeah. because that was a very fast summary, mm-hmm. um, this woman and her husband are being sued big time for embezzlement, and he maybe ran this huge Ponzi scheme, scheme and stole from so many people. And what's it fascinating right now is this is yet another housewife mm-hmm. who has all these legal things Leo things behind the scenes and is out doing this very public reality show and we're watching it unfold and it's mesmerizing. It's Last night I really thought this we are watching a woman who we don't know if she committed the crimes but we know her husband did and we don't know if she's going to do the time but all the accusations it was just all unfolding. I thought it was fascinating to watch that. It was. That that was all happening in the papers and it was all coming out. Tom did this, Tom did that. you wonder why she was getting so mad at Garcelle? Like acting like Garcelle had said, all Garcelle said, oh, Tom calls you all the time. But she's been saying she hasn't talked to him since the day she left. Now, that doesn't mean she answers the phone, but I feel like that must have put her in some kind of legal jeopardy. I think, But I feel she said way many more other things that have put her in more legal jeopardy. They're taking notes. And they're going back and looking at the old episodes. Yeah, so she's I just, got big trouble. I think she has big trouble, but I do think last night it was one of the better ones this year because you know, to watch her 